The Save Par Golf Podcast is brought to you by the Nuke Factory at Odin Golf. Losing and donating expensive golf balls adds up very quickly. The crew at Odin Golf has engineered premium balls for every player type. They're critically acclaimed, USGA approved, and top 10 on Amazon. The best part? With Odin, you never have to dent your wallet. We love the Odin darts at Save Par and also believe going balls out shouldn't break the bank. Reload without the guilt at OdinGolf.com. That's Odin hyphen golf.com and use code save par for 15% off odin golf ready to go balls out welcome to save par golf podcast where two average golfers talk about golf and things i'm your host eric i'm your host dominic we are currently on episode 45 and we have a lot to cover Tony Finau wins the 3M Open. Live Golf has a third event kicking off this week. A 12-year-old becomes the youngest player to compete in the U.S. Junior. Dom, we are back. It feels it feels good. I'm ready to get back on like a normal schedule. Me too. It feels so much better when we're putting them out week to week. We're you know yeah. It's been the last the last month has been a little hectic and crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Right. We're trying our best, or at least I'm trying my best to to, to get it to to being able to uh, record weekly. So uh, bear with us. Um, if you guys are your, you know, if you guys listen and tune into us on a weekly basis, uh, we're trying to put out more content <clears throat> as, as much as we can. So we'll, we're, we're hoping to get some guests on here soon too. We got a couple lined up. So, um, but yeah, the three M open just, uh, just finished up. I wanted to get your take on uh, your thoughts on the three M open as a volunteer. And then also as a spectator, kind of maybe what you, what you liked, what maybe what, so from a volunteer standpoint, I really like it. Um, I'm part of the like admissions team. So basically what we do is we scan tickets. Um, so like I was at VIP, so that was really cool because I'd never been at VIP before. The last, VIP. The VIP. Nice. Um, last year, I only did the main gate. So this year, you know, the VIP. They gave me a list of people that were coming through for the pro-am. So I met Roger Steele. Shout out Roger Steele. Hope to have you on one day because you're a cool ass dude. That'd be very cool. That'd be sweet. Um, I Unfortunately, I left before Larry came in. Larry Fitzgerald. True. I did see your boy Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, I'm going to miss him. He is just signed his deal today. He wasn't. No, he signed no, I mean, the other day. Or the other day, yeah. Like last, Sorry. yeah. No, he wasn't coming back here anyways. He's not coming back. No, bye-bye. <laughs> um... But yeah, it like there's a lot of it that goes behind the scenes, but generally everybody just wants it to succeed and like run smoothly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's all sorts of different people and it's all sorts of different moving parts, but everybody wants the same common outlook. And that is just to have a fun tournament. I'm assuming they don't want anybody to die. Yeah. Um, I want to die. I would, I would hope not. Overall, it went really smooth. This is, like I said, my second year volunteering, and both years we've been evacuated at least one day. I was just going to bring that up. It looks like we had another weather issue on, was that Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, so they were telling us, like, hey, there's weather coming through at some point. We don't know when it'll be. At one point, they said 9, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going home early. And then they turned into, like, 10, and then, like, 11-ish. Which, I mean, my shift was like 6.15 to 11.30. So if I get sent home at 11, I'm not coming back. Did you end up watching it as like a spectator after you were done? Or did you kind of were, were get, you know, just gas and just kind of... The hard part is with the VIP entrance, there was no shade. 
So like I didn't have like a tent. So like the you, I sat in the sun for basically five hours. And you forgot your sunscreen. Uh, two times, yeah. And then the one time I remember my son had my sunscreen, we were evacuated and it was cloudy, which is how it always happens, right? Um, oh, yeah. There's always something that you forget. Yeah. Like for me, it'd be my chapstick. Oh, I don't give it. See, that's yeah. like my, that's my, my addiction is my chapstick. chapstick. If I don't have my chapstick, instantly my lips are like dry yeah. and cracking and they don't, you know what I mean? I did go Tuesday as like, just like a spectator. Um, the cool thing is like our volunteer badges get us into every day. So like if I wanted to go like Sunday, I could just scan my badge and get in. They also do, at least this year, they gave us a couple of free tickets. So like if you wanted to go, I could use one on you, stuff like that. Um, but Tuesday was really cool because you can like what we did was we we walked the course, we followed a couple of players. Um, I wanted to like get some autographs, but I also feel bad and really struggle with taking that away from like the little kids who are there for that reason. It's a good point. You know, it's just like I would have loved to like meet Hideki before he withdrew, or you know, even see Ricky or you know Tony. Was it Hideki put, was it three in the water on eight? Three in the, three back to back to back. And one of them I heard hit the flag stick. I think or maybe he hit it, the flag stick after his third one. Or the, I think that, I think after the third one, he flew the green. Gotcha. Okay. Um, At that but, point, yeah, you're just like, just get it over. Yeah. I just struggle with taking that opportunity, opportunity away from like the younger kids who want to meet potentially their hero. Sure. So. That's kind of where I struggle with that, but it was super fun. Um, I really enjoy it. I like it from both aspects. I would like to go to like an actual like competitive round, not as like a volunteer, but just like as a spectator. Um, so like just normal clothes. Um, the merch was actually really good this year too. Did you see a lot of people rocking around with like golf gloves or golf shoes that weren't actually playing? Yeah, and that bothers me. And like the golf shoes is one thing, but this one dude, shit you not, came in with like the short running shorts and a polo tucked into those and then Footjoy Classics on. The Footjoy Classics? Now, I mean, I don't want to say that Tiger made those even more famous, but now that he's rocking the Footjoys, I swear everyone I see is rocking those. They're comfortable looking shoes. They're nice looking shoes. but You can't wear those with running shorts with no. your golf polo tucked in. I'm a running in. shorts kind of guy, but A, I wouldn't tuck it in. Yeah. And B, I wouldn't be rocking Footjoys with the running shoes. It just There's so many nice looking golf shoes that actually would you go You just with wear normal shoes. shoes. Or wear normal Put some shoes. running shoes on. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, You're not going out there. It just, yeah, that, I was just like, what are you doing? And of course, it was like some teenage kid. Um, but yeah, from a volunteer standpoint, I love my group. I love the admissions team. Um, I think some of them might start tuning in, which is super cool. Very so cool. thank you to them. You're welcome if you're listening. Yeah, welcome to all the new listeners. We love to have you. It's just two dudes talking about golf and things. Sometimes it's more golf. Sometimes it's more things. That's right. But yeah, I love the admissions team. They always make me feel welcome. And it was super cool to see some familiar faces this year and just kind of be a part of something that is overwhelmingly positive for the state of Minnesota, but also for, you know, the TPC Twin Cities. That's not downtown. It's it's in Blaine. There's nothing in Blaine other than like a chick. Like, no, that maybe they have oh, chick they do host. They do. Actually, Blaine has the 
I believe, largest hockey facility in the world. They do. But other than that, there's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like downtown where you can go shopping or, you know, it's not like a big touristy place where at least, you know, obviously we record this in Minneapolis. There's a ton of stuff to do in Minneapolis. Nobody says, yeah, let's go on vacation. Let's go to Blaine. Granted, I don't think people really say that about Minneapolis per se. But there's at least stuff to do. There's restaurants and stuff like that. I feel like Blaine only really has like. Oh, what's that chicken? They have, they have a Raisin oh, Cane's. Raisin Cane's, yeah. Like, oh boy. The cool thing, though, is that they do have a, we do have a PGA Tour event now. It is super in, cool. In Minnesota. Yeah. And it was the senior tour. And it's cool that it's a private course that we can now, like, not have access to, but we could go spend 10 bucks on parking and then, like, however much the tickets are and just go see what that course is like. Right. It's a beautiful track. Yeah. I've said I didn't make it out there this year, but the last year I was out and my buddy and I were walking it and there's a couple that have like a split fairway that the walking path goes through. And he's like, and I told him, I was like, should we run on the, on the fairway just to say we've been on the course and the, these people came through on the carts cause they're still setting up. And I was like, Oh, we're going to walk on the fairway. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your credentials, man. You'll be good. Well, I was waiting when you're as a, like. A yeah, I was. I was as a, I was a spectator, but gotcha. our credentials say what team we're on. So mine says admissions and whatever. You should have uh, pulled the uh, move like the lady did uh, at the Evian Championship yesterday, where she picked up Nelly Corner's ball. I think it was on <laughs> Saturday, but should have pulled that move. Just, I mean, it, it, I did bring my camera though. So I got some cool shots of some players actually swinging through their swing. That's I was going to actually bring that up. So you can record now on your phone during events, but can you actually like bring a camera or is that just on practice events? Just on practice rounds. So like, and then even then there's certain like stipulations. Like I could bring my camera and then a lens that's six inches or less. Was my lens six inches? I have no idea. Like it's, it's, I mean, the lens I brought is a big lens. It's 28 to 70. So, but it's nice now, though, you can record on your phone if you wanted to during actual play, which is nice. Yeah, I know that was... until you post and the PGA claims it. Yeah, <laughs> there's <not. laughs> Yeah, we've had we've we've talked about that before. Um, so Scott Piercy was kind of in a con- demand or controlling lead, I should say. He was leading by, I think, what four or five shots heading into Sunday. He had a pretty solid lead, I and I believe it was five strokes. And then uh, obviously he had a couple uh, mishaps. And Tony Finau, who is one of those guys that has one of the shortest swings, but can hit a ball a mile. Yeah, and he's super talented. He's a tall guy. Um, you kind of, I feel like there's been so many times where he's been so close, but then mm-hmm. just can't uh, finish. So. Big props to Tony Finau for finishing and winning. I think he finished four under for the round and, and was a total of 17 under for, for the win. So he won. Uh, I know the the OB guys asked me, they're like, who do you see winning early? Like this was like Tuesday. So it's like before anybody had like really teed off to any kind of major extent. I thought it would be a had win. Okay. I was like, I was like, it just feels like a good name. And we were kind of following Adam Long around. So that was kind of neat. But we almost got hit by um, somebody's ball in the practice round. Did you know who it was or no? 
No, I did not recognize him. Okay. Um, I wish I would have faked it. Been like, oh no, got a free sign glove. You you hit my noggin. <laughs> um, yeah, we were sitting under a tree and we hear a big thud and we were like, what is that? We go over and somebody hit it offline into like, like a TV booth and then it bounced out type of thing. And the guy's like, oh, I should not have hit it there. I was like, no, you shouldn't have. Come on, you're a professional. Uh, Ricky Fowler made the cut, which was nice to see. Yeah. He finished, I think, 300 for the tournament, which was tied for 38th. Uh, kind of a big name for, um, you know, a, a tournament here in Minnesota as far as uh, – because the thing with the 3M Open is always right after the it's Open. right after. So yeah. a lot of those golfers are – That's like the big issue that I think they're going to have is it's right after a big major. major. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's definitely some – that is the one downside with the 3M Open. Uh, but, yeah, uh, kudos to uh, Tony Finau on the W. Like I said, I think he's got a lot of talent, and I think he can win a lot of tournaments. just a matter of if he can close it on Sunday because he has no issue with getting a lead or being in contention, you know, on Saturday and Sunday. Um, so we'll see. Did I read right that this is his third PGA win? Yep. I feel PGA like he win. should have way more than three. You'd think so, yeah. But, uh, again – Big win. Uh, I know he had noted that it was probably his most meaningful win because he had his whole family there to witness it. So that's pretty cool to know. Did you see that picture of somebody photoshopping his face on all of his? his... That was freaky. Was that the back nine guys? I don't know who it was, to be honest with you. That was freaky. I didn't like that. Um, Just to kind of piggyback off of that, Tony Fina, we had talked about um, there was an interesting uh, article about his his grips and – he has it's like a one of a kind thing. He has thirteen wraps under the bottom and twelve wraps under the top, and this is on his irons. Um, and they were saying that basically, it's a one of a kind build. And according to Ping, it takes at least an hour to regrip his clubs, which I don't think that's that's kind of a long time considering it. Well, they said it was an, an an hour with two. Was it with two? I think I. If I remember the article right, I think it said it was an hour if there's two people doing it. I think you're right. Yeah, at least one hour to regrip clubs from scratch, assuming two reps are on the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good call. That's wild. Considering, yeah, like you normally go into Golf Galaxy or wherever it might be, and the, you know they can regrip your clubs in a matter of 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, you know all of your irons. So. I picture him, like with like I said it earlier, like those big super fat, like super stroke grips. super stroke putter grips. Yeah, yeah, I picture him just using those. Or like, do when you were younger, do you ever have like the Hulk hands? Oh yeah, I picture him just cramming his <laughs> golf club through the Hulk hands and swinging. Seriously, I say those. he's got some very large hands, and obviously, if he's got the 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 under you know wraps like that, that's makes for a huge club or a, you know. Very, I mean, uh, whatever works, works, right? Exactly. You know, they're his clubs. I do. So the craziest thing I saw, not to go back to the 3M, but we're still kind of talking about it. Following some of those pros around and watching them chip, you know, like obviously, you know, we have 60 degree wedges, right? Mm -hmm. I shit you not. This dude had to have like a 75 degree wedge bent to like a 90 degree. Like it was like he put the club down and it was like flat. Like the face was straight up. And I was like, where do I get one of those? Did you see who it was? Adam Long. Oh, was Adam Long? Yeah, he put the club down and it was just like... We got to get the, like, what's in the bag? Yeah, and I was like, where do I get one? And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, do I need one? And then I was like, yes, but I won't be good with it, but that's okay. Because I have a driver and I'm not good with that. That's true. But I need one. You got to have one in the bag. So maybe we should buy, like, a really crappy 60-degree wedge and then just bend bend it. it. Yeah. There you go. 
Live Golf. So we'll transfer over from PGA Tour to Live Golf, which I don't think is going to go away anytime soon, at least the conversations. Uh, That is that tournament. That's the third tournament, which will be held in New Jersey. It starts on the 29th here. Um, David Ferry now. He's a big-time name for the – Golf Channel, uh, PGA Tour. He just jumped ship. I don't. I'm not really sure if. Have you heard the you contract? Know, did he? I don't think he jumped ship because wasn't his show like canned? Yeah. So, but he was still talking. Like he was still doing some announcing on the PGA. Got Tour. it. So yeah, I know the Faraday show was canceled. I don't know if he can't like if he if it got pulled because I, I know a lot of people have really enjoyed it. So I don't know if he was like All right, I'm done with it. It might have got pulled. So don't mm, quote me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But he still did a lot of uh, okay. talking on the. On I must the, have missed that then because I knew he had a show, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, the show's no more." I I love David Faraday's voice too. I can listen. Oh, to where's he from? I want to say Ireland. So good. Yeah, I I love his uh, accent. So I'm not really sure on the contract, but I think that's you know they're they're plucking these players away, mm-hmm. and now now we're getting analysts. Um, I've seen even some of the, uh, um. Some of the social media um, Instagrammers and things like that—they're getting some of those guys over there. I can't remember the names, but there's a couple that I already I've already seen that's made their way over there. But um, I will say, I think the one thing that they are doing right uh, is offering contracts to these players. They're guaranteed contracts. We see this in every other sport. Mm-hmm. Most sports. I say not every not sport. Every sport but it's really major old, sports, I guess. No, it's really only baseball. Well, you're still getting a contract in football, not necessarily guaranteed where these golfers not really they're not really getting paid to golf there. They they're they're getting paid only if they make that cut. So these well, guys now are getting right, but there's no cut. Right. So that's but Liv is giving they're paying their player up front amount of money at yeah. first. Yeah, it's like baseball. Yep. Right, but I mean, no, I I know what you're saying. It's but like just, PGA Tour doesn't play a. No, I know. Yeah, so I know. Like, you have to you have to play to play to pay to play play to. You have to play to get paid. Well, not only that, you have to make the cut to get paid, and that's where there's the big issue. I think that's that, where I would struggle. I'd get cut. <laughs> right, and then you just pay your expenses and all that. So I mean, we see these guys live in uh, um, these these caddies. I mean. Caddies make really good money, but I mean, at the end of the day, these caddies on the live right now are have a chance to make a lot more money. Yeah. Um, but again, a lot of this is all contract based, so you're guaranteed money. You're playing shorter seasons or sh- uh, shorter amount of events, and you're getting guaranteed money. And that you're getting guaranteed money, but then you have a chance to win four million, four and a half million as first place, where uh, you know the three M Open whole purse was seven point five million. What did the winner of the open get? I believe it's like one and a half million. Is that it? Yeah. So like normally most PGA tours and majors are right around seven and a half to like $10 million. Yeah. So depending on how everyone finishes, but let me just do a quick little uh, check on that. But I want to check. Yeah. I want to say the, um, the open championship, I think is, was. You be plugging away here. Um, I want to say it's, but it was like close to two million, one point eight million or something like that. That's one point eight more million dollars than I have. Right, but I think two point five million. So that was a fourteen is a record, fourteen million dollar purse. 
So that is the most it's ever been for the open. And okay. so Cam Smith got 2.5 million, which is a lot. And I know that they are making, you know, they're trying to improve the the purse amounts. But I think as a golfer, as a player, I think anybody realistically would be like, dude, if I can get a guaranteed amount and have a chance to win some money, I mean, mm-hmm. that just, that's kind of a no brainer. And so I think that's a huge win for live golf. I think that's an advantage for them. I, mean, I think with sh- shelling out a boatload of cash, yeah. but I think what they're doing really well is they're getting names because yeah, you can have all the players, but you know, how many times have you watched like a sporting event and you go, wow, these announcers suck. And then you turn the channel all of a sudden you get to watch Dustin Johnson and he's being announced by like Faraday or, you know, all these other guys and you get to listen to Dave Faraday talk. Like you're a little bit more interested then. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and they've, I know we were talking about earlier, but there's a, Charles Barkley's even talking about whether or not he gets signed or not, but he even said he's like, "I'm definitely going to meet with him and see what happens." I mean, why, why not see what they're going to propose? He'd be dumb not to at least take the meeting because, like, yeah, it's just a meeting. But I love listening to him on those like tournaments. A lot of people don't really like those matches. I kind of find I liked the first couple matches. I don't. I kind of forgot that there was a match this year. To be honest, with the. Yeah, because for me, like I liked watching Phil because he dissect the game. Yeah, the, yeah, like you, he know, was, you get that information that yeah he would talk about. Oh, the grass is wet, so the ball's gonna spin this way, so you're gonna have to hit it harder and blah blah blah. And you're just like, why did I not know this? Because that explains a whole lot. And then it went to like Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady, but it's all football players who are just out there to talk. Yeah, stuff. and it's just like, well, I'd rather watch them play football versus golf. Sure, you know, I don't watch. Basketball to see Michael Phelps shoot threes. <laughs> I don't know why that came to my head. It's like I don't watch swimming to watch Michael Jordan try to do a breaststroke. <laughs> no, there that is true. I, I'll be. Oh, I probably pay to watch Michael Jordan do the breaststroke. <laughs> um. So Charles Barkley might be on his way over to live golf. We don't know. That's just a speculation, and he. I don't. It. I don't think so. Just because it seems like there's always some kind of backlash or repercussion. I hope next time we have this, uh, our next episode, he'll either make the decision yes or no. So we can at least talk. About yeah, it, we can look know? back on it. Yeah. I just feel like if he does it, it seems like a lot of sponsors are leaving people. So, yeah, it might be more money right then and there. But if all of your sponsors leave, that could be less money overall. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But at the end of the day, he's Charles Barkley. Like, would TNT kick him off? I don't think he really has a filter. Yeah, as I said, I don't think so. As long as it doesn't interrupt obviously won't interrupt because he does a lot of night game you know the nba yeah i i don't see i don't see that it will be an issue but again it's everything's so political that it certainly could be we'll find out you know that's the thing i don't know because i don't like if he leaves Shaq, Shaq has no way to pick on those two are the best they're so good they're all great i love that i love that crew i only know Shaq and uh so yeah then ernie ernie's basically ernie johnson is essentially the the guy who's kind of the mediator just kind of keeps them all in Is check. Is that the even, white dude? Yeah. even With, the, he, with the voice? Yep. His yeah, Ernie's, crazy voice. Ernie's awesome. Yeah. And then Kenny. Kenny also used to play back in the day. He was a former NBA player. Um, but yeah, those guys are legit. Um so, so live golf that starts this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is kind of cool. It's, it's a three day, mm-hmm. no cuts, whatever. We'll see who can win the, the uh, purse there. Do they have like a practice round on like Thursday? Yeah, I think they still have. Um, I think they still have practice rounds. Um, and they have uh, like I just seen like on their website. I was on their website like 
they have some pretty cool like events that they put like beforehand like you know i don't know like the chain smokers for example like not everyone's favorite but that's a pretty big name like they're performing before the tournament like through you know through uh through the tournament so there's there's definitely some cool events that are leading up to up to the actual tournament and i think it's just kind of cool that there's the teams the 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 12 different teams it's a little weird but i think once they kind of get a better uh uh pool that and like the leaderboard watching it live is really kind of hard because it's like it keeps on showing like the individual and then team play and the way i just don't understand like how you can have teams and then still have all these guys joining so i think what they'll eventually do is once they get a certain amount they're gonna like have to reach it'll be like a free agent yeah they'll do like free agents yeah so uh i i would think and that's kind of the cool thing with getting guaranteed money that's true. You know, that's that's another that's what it's a mystery still, but we'll we'll find out. I think what they're building has the potential to be either really cool or we're gonna watch something really like fizzle out and die in real time. Yes, but I, I really don't see it dying in or we could see the end of the PGA tour as we know it. That is that's a hot take, but it could happen. It very well could be, yeah. You know, because all it'd be cool to see them work together and be like, hey. All doesn't sudden, sound like they're going to, but yes, that would be, you know, ideally, yeah. that would be what would be nice. So I think we talked about last week. It'd be cool to have like PGA versus live events. Sure. I like that. Um, I don't know if PGA likes that though. No, 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 not, not at all. Uh, in other news too, I had no idea that Patrick Cantley had a brother. I had just learned that today too. Yeah. Jack Cantley. Uh, I was like, that last name super familiar. 18 years old. He just set the record for U.S. Junior Am record with the front nine of 28, which he's playing the front nine on his back nine. So he's, he was closing in on his, he played the front nine last. And he, uh, that was on, that was at Bandon Dunes. Previous record was 29. So he shot a 28 and he had three Eagles on that round. Weren't you just there? Nope. Not Bandon. I wish. Nope. Okay. I was at Forest Dunes. Okay, but whatever. Dunes, band and dunes, dunes and dunes, dunes, dunes. Uh, I will hint on. Or I'll talk we'll talk a about, about it. that. Yeah, definitely. I just want like if you're playing band, I want to know what that's you a shot. trip that would be. Amazing. Should we take that trip? It that's like probably one of the top bucket list trips to take as a golf. Where's that golf course? Abandoned Dunes is a resort on uh in Oregon, right on the. Which one's in Wisconsin? That's Sand Valley. Ah, that's one okay. That, so Ban- Bannon Dunes, the people who own that property are the ones that actually created the Sand Valley. That's why I always yeah. get confused. Yeah. Okay. So that's, and they are adding on to Sand Valley. There's, they, they're going to be opening a new golf course next in 2024. That's one we should visit. Cause that's Sand Valley. like, yeah, it's a drive, but it's not, not too bad. It's like, th- it's, it's like an hour east of, uh, excuse me, an hour west of, uh, uh, Wisconsin Dells, so it's really not that. It's like a three, three and a half hour drive. Oh, which so it's, it's like going to my cabin. Yeah, it's not bad. At all. But it's not going to my cabin, so it's a little worse. A little worse, yeah. A little worse. Going a different direction. Going to Wisconsin. Gross. <laughs> Put you I will say, Wisconsin cabin. has amazing golf courses, but Wisconsin. other than that, Skull, Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings, baby. Okay, uh, so, yo, so Patrick Hanley has a brother who's now a stud who just shot a record and he's currently i believe tied for fourth right now in the tournament uh and to piggyback off that we talked about a 12 year old kid pearson uh, i apologize if i'm if i'm pronouncing the word the last name incorrectly but hewick 
Hewick. Oh God. Huck. Hewick. Hi yuck. Hi yuck. I don't think that's like that's like the sound Goofy makes. Twelve years. It's old. probably just like Huck. Probably. Yeah. Butchering it, so I apologize. But you know, he probably didn't feel too bad. He's twelve years old, and he's literally just made a history at the U.S. Junior Amateur, and he was playing in the same tournament as Jack Cantlay. I think he. We, I pulled it up because I was just intrigued. So he's twelve years old. Um, they're playing at. 6,900 yards the first day of the Band Dunes tournament, uh, the U.S. Amateur tournament, uh, and he shot an 80. At 6,900 yards at a 12-year-old, that is unreal because that's a, that's a long distance. 6,900 yards is a lot. And then nice. uh, he played day two. He ended up shooting a 74, and that was like 6,700 yards. It's like I've never even shot a 74 in my life, and this he's 12. And I've never even been close to a 74. So good for this guy. So he he didn't he didn't make the cut, unfortunately. But you know, at 12 years old, this guy could be a superstar in the making. We'll see. Or we just jinxed him for the rest or of his we, life. Or we did, and we. I'm very very sorry about that, uh, Pearson. But I was like, listen, know. I'm 25. I'm not a chance. No, I, I couldn't. It's like it's kind of mind blowing. Like when you like talk, I. Like, like I sniffed eighty five once, and to me that was like the best like thing. Se- like breaking like seventy. Well, like I was there, and you broke what? Seventy six was my lowest. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, that was. I don't, like to me, I was just like shut up. But I was still like I was in the zone, and I. But that again, like I. That yeah, I mean, how many rounds of golf do you play? And it's like it's very rare for me to even be in the seventies. I mean, I've been in there a handful of times, but it's not a. A common uh, occurrence. You know? I have like a good front nine or a good back nine, but never combine. String them both together. Yeah, yeah that's the toughest. Because obviously, when we played, I I was nine over through the front nine, and I was like, oh my god! And then it was just like, yeah, the wheels fucked. the the hardest part in golf. Oh, it was consistently bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not the front nine. It wasn't consistently bad. No, that's that was. What I mean, though, like consistently yeah. both nines. But I, I got you. I got you. The back nine was pretty consistently bad, which the, is still consistency. Very, very true. Um, so the thing with band and dunes, though, is it's right on the coast, so the course is immaculate. It's it sets up basically like a like a Scottish style course, mm-hmm. so it's all link style. But the weather is insane. So they said you're right on the coast. So you could have 50 mile an hour. I mean, winds. we just played in 30 mile an hour winds. We, that and was rain. pretty wild. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. And it could be like that for six days straight. So that's the the other downside is, is the travel there. There really isn't a whole lot. They do have an airport in Bandon. But probably for the most part, you have to fly either to Portland or Eugene. And then you have like a three to four hour drive. Well, if we fly to Portland... Portland would be fun to go to. Well, we know people in Portland. We do, yeah. Shout out Chasing Aces. Chasing Aces, yeah. We got to teed up with him for sure. Do you think he'd go to Bandon with us? That's kind of definitely be like a big group trip kind of thing. It's That'd be hard. Expensive because, you know, with him, he would try to outdo us in terms of the sneakers. Yeah, he, yeah, that's for sure. But it'd be a good uh, competition. Yeah, fun. I'd win. I'd lose at golf, but I'd win and having the most fun. That's all that matters. A um, couple two trees, 13, 14s. <laughs> So, shout out to Pearson Hayuk or Huck. I'm sorry if I, you know, I said put your name. Yeah, we don't. Twelve yeah. year old. That is unreal. Like I said, as a 33 year old person here. Yeah, yeah, you're old. I'm old, and I 
I just, I'm, I'm, my mind is blown that that's how good he is. It's crazy. Uh, and then we have Brooke Henderson who won the, uh, Evian Championship, which is the major uh, for the LPGA Tour, is it sponsored by like the water? Yeah, yep. okay, that's who it is. Yep, Evian. I didn't. I didn't want to. It Evian? It's Evian, I think. I think Evian. it's Evian. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink Evian. that water. But no, yeah. I don't either. But it's her second major. Um, we talked about it earlier, but someone took Nelly Corda's ball. Yeah, she drove the ball a little right, and some lady. I was up some like like it like uh, it lady, right? I don't know because she had a big sun hat, but she was just kind of walking. She's like. A ball a souvenir. And she picked it up and started walking, and you could see like because they got it on video. She's like, "You got a ball," and then somebody's like, "No, no, 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 no! Put it down." Yeah, do not pick up a golf ball in in the middle of not even middle, but on the anywhere on the golf course during tournament play. Um, Is it okay to do that during practice? I I wouldn't. No, I no. kind of thought about it. Like, if it's something at like a driving range and they leak one, oh, absolute game on. Oh, but yeah, but cracks yeah, heads. Yeah, but if you're if you practice, no, you just let that be. They'll or you pick it up and uh, let them know you found it and give it back to them. See what he says. See what they say. But I I love. I, I was hoping Ellie Corda won. I mean, Brooke Henderson, she's a stud too. So this is her second major. She's also um, fairly young, but. Nelly Corda's swing like this is probably one of my favorite swings in golf. It's just so effortless, so smooth. And she was she was there. She was pretty close. She was three shots back going into Sunday, and then I think she had a couple mishaps. But um That's golf for you. That's golf. Yeah, we've covered a lot though. There was a lot going on since we so uh, we got the live golf, the 3M open. Um uh, we have the Travelers uh tournament coming up this week. Uh they're the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I'm sorry, and that's in that that's in Detroit, Michigan, where I was just in Michigan uh, playing at Forest Dunes. That was a fantastic trip. Um, uh, that was the AM Golf Trips event. It was a three-day event. And I just want to give a quick uh, rundown on that. Forest Dunes is – Break it down. Break it down. A quick breakdown. Um, it's right – literally, it's in the Huron National Forest. And they have uh, Forest Dunes, what's been around for a while. Unbelievable course. But then they have the Loop black the loop red and it's a newer course but it plays like a scotland scottish style course it's unreal the greens are super fast i've never seen anything like it before but the cool thing is it's the only golf course i believe in the united states that you play one day and then the very next day you play it in reverse so so when you tee off on hole number one you you know when you get to the green you almost look back because that's where you're gonna be hitting the ball the next day so it's kind of a it's like kind of mind blowing. Do they like flip the whole course around then? So eighteen and nine are the only two holes that like as far as the flags they stay the same. So like they don't have tee boxes. So they have they're, they're really cool like wooden flag stakes and mm-hmm. they essentially if the, on the red day they just stick it in the ground and that's where you tee off. So the cool thing is like they're like the grass is like almost looks kind of dead okay like very like scotland style yeah, yeah so like there's but there was a few drives that went over four not for me but shot go over 400 yards okay i mean because the bounce the ground is so firm yeah you're saying it's like like ice when we ice fish yeah i was trying to figure out so you know when we're getting ready to hit the green is kind of next to us and somebody would hit a green and i kept on trying to figure out what the sound was like what it sounded like because i've never heard anything like it on a golf course and it literally, if you're familiar with ice fishing or anything like that, when you hear like water, ice crack. Yeah, if you're from the Midwest, that makes you sense. You definitely understand. Yeah, and it's – If you're not from the Midwest, ice fishing, we 
Yeah, we, YouTube it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we walk on a frozen lake. We drill a hole. We drop some hole, and we drop a line drop in, a line and, and we drink like fish. six beers. A couple of 13, 14. It's a good time. I. But that's I, what it sounded like. It literally was like this, like weird sound, and I can I can hear it. Like I can hear the ice popping. I can't describe it though. No, it, it's like there was like you. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember Jurassic Park? Yeah. When? Oh, you you can't remember yet because I haven't told you what what it is. Oh, no, be Jurassic Park. I mean, like there's I remember the movie. there's that one where that wire breaks. And it's just like that sound. Yep. To me, that's kind of what the ice popping sounds like. Okay. Yeah, I could kind of see that. I don't remember what scene it is, but I, I just vivid, like, I can hear it. It's a, it's a hard, it's hard to really explain unless you're out there playing it. Because even like, you can't, you don't even, you can't even bring out your 60 degree. You can't bring out a wedge. You're, you're, you're playing the, the, uh, the Texas wedge, your putter, or your, your your foot wedge, your foot wedge. Yeah, you're bumping around with a pitching wedge or some sort of iron. It, it, the greens just don't hold, and it's it's very cool experience. But so how it was set up was we played the loop black first, and then the next day we played the loop red, and then on the final day of the tournament we played the uh, forest dunes in a totally different style of course, more of a uh, parkland style of course with trees and all that, and it, you could actually hit wedges into the green, but. Um, the one thing that I wanted to mention was that they have what's called the bootlegger par three, and it's a 10 hole course. And the longest hole is like 118 yards. Most of them are like 60 to 90 yards, but it was the first time I've experienced playing golf barefoot. And they, they, they like, they make suggest, you play barefoot. Nope, nope, they don't, but they suggest that you do. And they like maintain it. The cool thing is, is like they have like these really cool, like almost hidden speakers throughout the whole course. So they're just bumping music. It's like the coolest golf experience i think i've probably had it's just like it what it reminded me is of like an adult playground like people like dudes are just getting smashed just having a good time did you play barefoot yeah i played barefoot i did and i loved it It, walking on the greens was mind-blowing like this is amazing like i don't want to play golf in shoes anymore like it was that cool like obviously not every course because you know People don't really take care of the course. How do you feel about those like golf sandals? Uh, I would either wear nice golf shoes or go barefoot. I so. wanted to try barefoot. You like, have to go to like a certain place that actually like suggests you to do it because some people like they. So I shouldn't just go to like the local. No. no, I mean you could, but most of like the destination, like Sand Valley mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, they have a place that's like that too. And it's you played all in barefoot. Should we go play Tiger's course barefoot so we can be one with the tiger? We, that would be sweet. I would be down for that. But it was such a cool experience. And then so you walk on the fairway, it's nothing too crazy, you know. But then you get on the green, you're like, oh my god, this is actually like like a massage on my feet. It was Jeez. awesome. So uh un, unreal experience there. Michigan golf actually is they have talked about it. It's like one of the most underrated places to play golf. I actually really I always see commercials for golf Michigan. Arcadia Bluffs, so the Forest Dunes and the Loop Red and Black are all three in the top 100 public courses in the United States. Okay. And Arcadia Bluffs, I believe, is number one in Michigan, and they're right behind it. So they're all very, like, high-end courses. Um, So if you're in the Midwest or you're looking for a destination where you're basically literally out kind of in the middle of nowhere, check it out. It's worth it. Forest Dunes in Michigan. um, It was a great time. so I had a lot of fun, played a lot of golf. My body's sore. Most golf I've played in a few days stretch, but uh, 
in any case, like I said, we're trying to get back in action here. Um, there was a question that I was going to ask you. Oh, God. And the reason why I brought it up was because I posted this video just not too long ago. And I do remember a place when I was in Arizona that had something similar to this. But my question was, um, so we've talked about like dogs on the turn and all that, right? But if you could actually put like one restaurant or one little pop-up little grill station. What a stupid question. Taco Bell. Taco Bell? Immediately Taco Bell. <laughs> That's not a stupid <laughs> question because I think it's very underrated. Like you could easily put together like, you know, there's, there's food trucks. If you talk to me for a half hour, I'm going to mention Taco Bell at least three times. Taco Bell always seems to pop up in our uh, 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 podcast episode. Here's my reason, right? You like morning golf. I hate morning golf. Oh, it's even about tacos. I know. That's why. So you could have like a breakfast taco menu. This might be where Jordan from Odin should get in on this. Um, You could have like a build your own breakfast burrito at the turn, which would be sick. And then towards like the middle of the day, you could start phasing in the lunch tacos. And maybe you could have like a little taco bar like we did for a tournament. See, that's what I, there is a course in Arizona that we played and I, it's similar to that. Like they had breakfast burritos and we, but we actually didn't realize until after, after. We, we ordered it after the round, but I don't know if it was for like a special event or if they put it on regularly, but which I, I would be shocked if they did because it was in August and that would not, that was hot. So like <laughs> nobody be, wants to be grilling tacos out in the middle. That'd of be freaking, sweet to have like a four pound breakfast burrito at the turn and just cover it in like salsa verde. Heck yeah. And like hash browns. But dude, if you think about like, yeah, like, like a little, even like a little Taco Bell hut. Yeah. On the golf course. Because you could do like the breakfast menu. You could do like breakfast burritos or they have a Crunchwrap Supreme for breakfast where it's got the eggs, the hash brown, the bacon, and then hot sauce in a, in a um, Crunchwrap. Maybe we put together like a, a slideshow, a fast food food fast food like food court but it's just like little like six by six stands right next to each other right on the turn that'd be great for drunk people because you get hammered go get your your tacos your mcdonald's burger your chick-fil-a tendies and then you could cover all that in like cane sauce yeah that's what i'm saying it's like a food court i wouldn't even make it past the turn you'd find me in a bush passed out but here's the thing though so you if you if you were gonna order it you have to like order it through the cart like so that it doesn't keep up the right you know what i mean so you would find me on one of the tea boxes passed out in a food coma i i saw that i'm like i'm surprised other courses more courses don't do that because it's kind of a i mean hot don't get me wrong dog at the turn is obviously great right no the glizzy at the turn is great but I I'm think a big I would fan. much rather order like a couple tacos. I'm a big fan of club sandwiches at the turn. You like the ham, the turkey, the bacon, the lettuce. I like that too. Bag of chips. I think I've mentioned this before too, but if you are if you are new to the whole golf game and you're you know you're big into eating like chips and like snacks like that, you greasy on your hands. Whatever your hand is, you use your golf glove on. Take your golf glove off. Use that hand. Then you put your golf glove on. So then you don't have to worry about greasiness on. Or the pro tip. Wet nap in your golf bag at all times. Or wet nap. I like Do that. I have wet naps? No, I just thought of that. But that's a good Pro idea. tip. Save park golf wet naps. Here we go. Here we go. Whole <laughs> bag near you. Um, that would have been good for the tournament. Just, yeah, here's some wet naps. 
I like that. The people go, why the hell do we have wet naps? You'll and find then, out. And then they'll be like, you'll find out. And we just don't provide them any food. <laughs> yeah. Jokes on you guys. Jokes uh, on you. We got you. Do you have anything else you want to talk about that think of that we might have missed? No, I was just excited to hear about your little tournament that I wasn't invited to. Yes. Well, yes. It was a blast. <laughs> it was it was a, a good time. Met a lot of cool dudes. It was 68 or 72 people in the tournament. Oh. So it's all... thing with this tournament, though, is like you have to have a handicap established. So everything is all handicap-based. So you, And it's... Uh, so like for me, I'm a 10 handicap. My buddy that I was playing with is like a two handicap. So I had, there's an opportunity. So we basically played. So if you played with me, we'd have a big advantage. If you had, yeah, if you had your handicap established, we definitely. So you play your own ball. And then, so like, let's say we both played together and you parred it and I bogeyed it. We would take your par. So you'd still, still play your own ball like a normal basis. And then, but we would, and then we would log the best score of the two. But the cool thing is like, yeah, if you have a higher handicap and you bogey it, that still might be a par because there's they do by net and gross. Mm. So there's money to be made in the net and the gross. And then they also do skins. Unfortunately, I didn't win any money, but I, I had a great time. So I know my handicap went down with our trip. Did it? Yeah. See, mine was at nine. It was the best it's been in a long time. And then it went back up to 10. I feel like once you hit a certain level, you really have to play really good to like really drop it. Cause mine mm. dropped down to nine. Like, cause I was at a 10 and it went down to nine and now I'm back up to a 10. So my my confidence though wasn't there. Like I know I can play well, but that whole course, that whole loop thing was a my it just nuts. Because you're not be using so weird. Because like the day before, you're like, oh, I hit it from over there, and then the next morning, you're like, I hit it from over there. Like yeah, and they and it's so crazy. That it's the same piece of property, but they play totally different. That's super interesting. It though. is. Um. So the there's uh there's multiple YouTube videos if you look it up, but uh, um. Eric Anders Lang from the Random Golf Club. He he kind of does a he does a, a I think a two part series at Forest Dunes property and plays the course. It's fun to watch. I watched it before I went out there just kind of get an idea. But you really just until you play it, it's hard right. to really understand. But I I will say that that was the most difficult greens golf course in general that I've played. I mean, you could, like you said, you could hit a ball 350 yards, even though if I normally drive it 260 or 270, I could hit it over 300 if mm. you hit it straight because it's going to roll. But hitting into the green was the toughest part and giving yourself an opportunity. So um, unbelievable experience. Uh, we need to go out and play some golf soon. We haven't played. We still, uh, I got. Um, it's been so hot lately this it's, year. It's I mean, been, this summer has been brutal here. It's been really warm. And it's like, it's been like the really crappy mixture of like, it's like 95 and then it's humid. Well, and then again, there's that downside of like, we're all us Midwesterns, Westerners look forward to summer, you know, the warmer weather. And then every weekend, it seems like there's some sort of commitment, you know, or you're doing something, you know? And so I'm trying to, I was talking to the Pinehurst guys and they're like, yeah, it's like, you have Stockholm syndrome. Because it's like the winter, it's like 30 below, so you don't go outside. It's like we have to like trick ourselves into saying we love it here. Yep. Unless you're from here and you like enjoy everything here, it's hard to explain to people why like, Minnesota. Why you here? Yeah, because like, yeah, we do look forward to, you know, the summer and the spring and everything. But I love the spring and the fall the best. Um, I don't mind the winter because I like snow for a little bit, I like to ice fish and stuff like that. So it's not the end of the world to me. But 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it kind of sucks the life out of me to go outside and go, it's hot. And then and now I have to stand out in the hot weather for four hours. See, the the heat, I would much rather have it hot, but I get what you're saying, though, especially if you're standing on the heat. Yeah. It'll get to you, the sun. Um, but yeah, no, we we should uh we should play um uh you gotta think. I know. What's the course that we played? What was the turn? Bull rush. I think I have some some passes. Oh. So we should go play. Well, you've been holding out on me. Well, yeah, I've been trying to find a time to go. Oh, so yeah, we should go. We should go play there. Um, Maybe in the fall, we'll, we'll do some. Uh, so then we can do. Yeah, we can do like some um, video footage. Yeah, That'd yeah. Because uh, between us, we have like fifteen cameras. Yeah, we fourteen of them are yours. That's true. You know, I got, yeah, I have, I have <laughs> far, but most of them are yours. The issue is most of mine are film. Yeah, you can't do much on film. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Um, no, but it feels good to be back. Um, and next week we'll be recording as well. Hopefully we'll, we'll have a guest on and like I said, we've got a couple that are, should be, should be a really good time. It's just a matter of getting the scheduling out, but if yeah. not, it'd just be me and Dom and that's fine too. Yeah. We like having just our uh, good catch up moments here. Shout out to Odin for being our sponsor today. I know they sponsored the pod, but we want to find a way to get them more involved in what we're doing here and what we're building. Um, we had meant to like find a stopping point to insert the little read. We'll and definitely put it here in the end. Though. Yeah, yeah, totally forgot. <laughs> totally forgot. So what happens when we get rambling on though? Yeah, I'm two sure. guys golf things ADD. I told Dom, give me a sign when we want to do that, and we both. Did. I kind of forgot until we got to like the thirty, like it was like thirty-five minutes, and I was like, oh no. That's right. It'll be worth it. The good thing is, is we'll just plug it at the end, so everyone makes sure they listen to the whole thing. Yeah, but like the Odin crew. Yep. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Um, I definitely have lost a lot of your balls, but that just means I'm doing a part of marketing. That's right. Somebody's going to find it and go, Spread oh my God, name. what is this thing? They're going to smack that shit real nasty. Yeah. They need, And a, then and then they're going to like it. We need to get logos on there. Like just, you know what I mean? Like with yeah. our logo. I think they're working on that. If I remember go. right, they want to do something like the Odin coin or something. Put our at. Our Instagram out there, so in case they have any questions, we should we should honestly just like hit them up, be like, yeah. "Hey, here's what we want to do." Yep, for sure. I don't think we have that much power though. <laughs> no, but Odin Golf is legit, and uh, you said so, you'll, you'll you'll be listening to our plug at the end. We were talking last week about them hitting up Bryson. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were telling me. About I that. I DM'd them after, and Jordan had already DM'd Bryson. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was like, there's no shot. So all of a sudden. Next thing you know, Bryson's hitting Odin. I'm saying if you hit, like, if you see Bryson hitting Odin ball. That's. I had the idea. Dom's idea. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. And uh, again, uh, you'll hear our uh, sponsor, Odin Golf, here shortly. Again, they're awesome golf ball. Check them out. They're doing uh, so many cool things for the game of golf, growing it. and I think I think you'll like the golf ball and you like what they do. Yeah, they go far. Bombs. Nuke Nukes. Factory. It's the nuke factory. That's right. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll uh we'll be chatting next week.